Welcome to An Encouraged Heart. This is Cynthia, and thank you for joining me for Bible study. Currently, we are studying Jesus, understanding his death and resurrection, and this study covers the final three chapters of the Gospel of Mark. If you are new to my podcast, I encourage you to go back and listen to Jesus experiencing his touch and also Jesus listening for his voice. Those two studies examined Mark chapters 1 through 13. And just so you know, you can also find the following Bible studies on my podcast, Living Victoriously in Difficult Times, Being a Disciple, Counting the Real Cost, and Loving God and Others, The Heart of True Faith. You can purchase any one of the Bible study workbooks by simply going online to Precept Ministries. The books are part of Precept's 40-minute Bible study series. I have included a link to their website in the description section of each episode. Also, you will notice as I read through the text, I will ask you to mark keywords and phrases. This method of Bible study allows us to slow down and carefully observe the passages verse by verse. This will help each one of us to better interpret and apply God's word. And now, please open your Bible or your workbook and join me in a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this time that we have with you. Please continue to be our teacher. Let your spirit um, give us understanding and give us wisdom. And most of all, help us to apply your word. In Jesus' name, amen. I will begin on page 79 of the workbook. Um, We're looking at Mark chapter 16, verses 9 through 20. Um, Of course, grab your Bibles if you do not have a workbook. In the observation section, it says here, let's familiarize ourselves with the remaining text of Mark as it appears in our Bibles. With the footnote that verses 9 through 20 were added to later manuscripts. As we read Mark 16, 9 through 20, we're going to mark all references to Jesus with a cross. We're going to circle any words that indicate time or a progression of events. We're going to also underline with an arrow every reference to those who had been with him, beginning at verse 10. We're going to put a check mark over each of those who believe and put an X over those who do not believe. So it says here, beginning in Mark 16, verse 9, Now after he had risen early on the first day of the week, so I would circle the phrases, um, now after, mark he, and also circle early on the first day of the week. He first appeared to Mary Magdalene, so mark he, circle first appeared. To Mary Magdalene, from whom he had cast out seven demons. So Marquis, of course, for Jesus. She went and reported to those who had been with him. So there I would draw an arrow under those who had been with him. Mark him for Jesus while they were mourning and weeping. Circle while, draw an arrow under the word they. When they heard that he was alive and had been seen by her, circle when, underline they, 
with an arrow, mark he for Jesus. They refuse to believe it. So um, draw an arrow under the word they, and also put an X above that phrase. They refuse to believe it. Verse 12, after that, circle after that, he appeared in a different form to two of them. So I circled after that, mark he for Jesus, put an arrow, um, draw a line with an arrow under two of them while they were walking along on their way to the country. Circle while, underline with an arrow they and there. Okay, verse 13, they went away and reported it to the others. So I would um, also say to underline with an arrow, they and others, but they did not believe them either. I would also underline with an arrow the word they, and also with an X, mark the phrase they did not believe them either. Verse 14, afterwards, circle that, he appeared to the 11 themselves as they were reclining at the table. So I would also mark he for Jesus. I would underline with an arrow, 11 themselves, underline with an arrow, the word they, moving on. And he reproached them for their unbelief and hardness of heart. I would also mark he for Jesus underline with an arrow them and there I would also put an X above the phrase their unbelief continuing because they had not believed so underline with an arrow the word they put an X above that as well because they had not believed those who had seen him after he had risen mark him for Jesus circle after mark he for Jesus, verse 15, and he said to them, so marquee for Jesus, underline with an arrow the word them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. He who has believed and has been baptized shall be saved. So there I marked um, the word he with a check mark because again, um, it says here, if you recall, to mark a check mark over each of those who believe. Um, continuing, but he who has disbelieved shall be condemned. So I put an X over the word he. Verse 17, these signs will accompany those who have believed. So I put a check mark above those who. In my name, they will cast out demons. Mark my for Jesus. I put a check mark above the word they. They will speak with new tongues. Check marker, check mark again above the word they. Verse 18, they will pick up serpents, and if they drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt them. So I put a check mark above the word they, they, and them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Put a check mark above the word they and they. Verse 19. So then, when the Lord Jesus had spoken to them, circle so then, circle when, mark Lord for Jesus, and also underline with an arrow the word them. 
he was received up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. Mark he for Jesus. And the last verse, and they went out and preached everywhere. So Mark the word they with a line and an arrow. Moving on, while the Lord worked with them and confirmed the word by the signs that followed. Circle while, Mark Lord, of course, for Jesus, underlined with an arrow the word them, and also circle followed. Okay, so there are quite a few markings there, and I would like to reread the text without interruption, and it says again, beginning in verse 9, now, after he had risen early on the first day of the week, he first appeared to Mary Magdalene, from whom he had cast out seven demons. She went and reported to those who had been with him while they were mourning and weeping. When they heard that he was alive and had been seen by her, they refused to believe it. After that, he appeared in a different form to two of them, while they were walking along on their way to the country. They went away and reported it to the others, but they did not believe them either. Afterward, he appeared to the eleven themselves as they were reclining at the table, and he reproached them for their unbelief and hardness of heart, because they had not believed those who had seen him after he had risen. And he said to them, Go into all the world, and preach the gospel to all creation. He who has believed and has been baptized shall be saved, but he who has disbelieved shall be condemned. These signs will accompany those who have believed. In my name they will cast out demons, they will speak with new tongues, they will pick up serpents, and if they drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. So then, when the Lord Jesus had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. And they went out and preached everywhere, while the Lord worked with them, and confirmed the word by the signs that followed. And as always, we're going to look at some discussion questions. The first says, what do you learn from these verses about Jesus and those he encountered after his resurrection? Discuss each event following the sequence listed in the passage. Again, discuss each event following the sequence listed in the passage. He first appeared, of course, to Mary Magdalene, from whom he had cast out seven demons, she told the others who had been with Jesus that he was alive and that she had seen him, but they refused to believe. Afterwards, he appeared in a, in a different form to two of them while they were walking away, walking along their way in the country. They too reported to the others that they had seen Jesus, but they did not believe the two either. And after that, we saw that Jesus appeared to the eleven and reproached them because of their unbelief and hardness of heart. Okay, question two, what were Jesus's instructions to the 11? And we find that um, 
beginning in verse 15, it says um, in verse 15, and he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. So again, they were to share the gospel message, uh, which again, his resurrection is an essential part of sharing the gospel. Question three says in verse 16, what do you learn about those who believe and those who do not? And verse 16 is very clear. It says, he who has believed and has been baptized shall be saved, but he who has disbelieved shall be condemned. Question four says, according to these added verses, what various signs accompany those who believe? And it says in verse 17 and 18, these signs will accompany those who have believed. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will pick up serpents. And if they drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Okay. And before I go on to the last question, there's an insight box I'd like to share with you. And it says here, it is important that verses 17 and 18 be taught with great care allowing scripture to interpret scripture. Remember, scripture is God's word. Therefore, scripture will never contradict scripture, nor should some obscure interpretation take precedent over what is generally taught in the whole counsel of God. For instance, some have misused this text and have formed congregations or sects that handle venomous snakes or drink poison as proof of their faith. Not only are such actions not supported in any other place in the word of God, Jesus said we are not to put God to the test, Matthew 4, 7. The reality of our faith is not seen in deliberately placing our lives in danger. Rather, according to Jesus, it is seen in the way we love others and in the fruit that comes from abiding in Jesus, the true vine. And that's from John chapter 13, verses 34 through 35, and also chapter 15, verse 8. We suggest you read the final chapters of the other Gospels when you have time. This way you can compare the encounters mentioned in verses 9 through 15 with the other Gospel accounts. What you want to remember is that all the Gospels have the account of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And the last question says, what do verses 15 and 20 have in common and how does 20 support the command of Jesus? And let me go ahead and reread those verses. Verse 15 again says, and he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. And verse 20 says, and they went out and preached everywhere while the Lord worked with them and confirmed them, excuse me, and confirmed the word by the signs that followed. So in verse 15, Jesus gave his followers instructions to go into all the world and preach the gospel. We see that they were obedient to his command in verse 20. Also, it says that while they were preaching, the Lord worked with them and confirmed the word by the signs that followed. I am going to conclude our study for today. I pray that today's lesson was a blessing to you. 
If so, I encourage you to share this Bible study with a friend. And if you would like to share your thoughts on today's verses, please leave a comment wherever you listen to An Encouraged Heart. For those of you who are new listeners, you can find An Encouraged Heart on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Spotify, and several other social media platforms. You can even ask Alexa to play An Encouraged Heart on Apple Podcast. Take care, and I look forward to you joining me next time. God bless.